yielded no uh, crop. Jesus said seed uh, has three natural enemies here. One, uh, birds. Birds have an eye and an appetite for seed. You see it in the natural man. Uh, if you throw seeds underground, uh, birds, can, they have an eye for that man. They flock down there. To them, it's a free meal. Uh, I mean, they see seed as a free meal. Uh, uh, that's why after a lot of farmers, especially wheat, uh, back in Kansas where I grew up, when they harvest that wheat field, there's all kinds of seed. Uh, and then, then birds will flock there for, for days and weeks. It seems you pass on the field. So all you see is birds. Why? Because that's a meal for them. They're down there. That, man, they've seen that seed. Uh, so uh, seed, uh, that natural enemy is the bird too. Uh, the natural enemy is the sun. The, uh, the thin outside layer of the seed left in the sun, uh, it will dry up, scourge, wither, and, dry, and kill the seed. If you put that seed out in the sun, just leave it there, it's just a matter of days. It don't have the ability to, uh, uh, it don't have any defenses to, uh, you know, uh, block the sun. That sun is, is an enemy to it. And the third enemy we see is the thorns. Seed is weak compared to, to weeds. It cannot compete with the briars. Uh, you know, if you plant a crop, amen, if you plant some, if you got some weeds with, some, uh, with little prickly things on them beside that, listen, that, that crop will never win. Because what happens is then briars grab a hold of that, whatever plant is trying to grow, it latches on uh, and Jesus gives us a picture of just choking it. He's choking the life out of that. So that's a natural enemy here. So seed in the natural has to be buried in soil for protection. Amen. To keep it away from the birds, uh, to keep it from sun exposure, it has to be in good soil so it can have a chance to grow and produce. So in the, in the natural, we know that. Every farmer knows it. You and I know it. We're not even farmers. Uh, you got to bury that seed deep uh, in the grounds and good soil if it has any hope for any kind of life at all. In our text, Jesus is speaking not about corn seed or wheat seed. He's speaking about kingdom seed here. Kingdom seed has enemy as well tonight. Look at verse 14. Jesus explains the parable to them. So the sower... Uh, sows the word, and these are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan comes immediately, takes away the word which is sown into their heart. These likewise are the ones sown on stony ground, stony ground who, when they hear the word, immediately receive it with gladness, but they, because they have no roots in themselves, so endure for only a time. Afterwards, when tribulation and persecution arise for the word's sake, immediately they stumble. Now, these are the ones sown on, among thorns. They're the ones who hear the word and the cares of this world, deceitfulness of riches and desires of other things enter, entering in, choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. So kingdom seed has three enemies tonight. Well, one uh, is Satan. We know that, right? Satan, like the bird, has an eye and an appetite for the seed. The Bible says Satan comes immediately, takes away the word uh, that was sown into the ground. Uh, before you leave the building tonight, Satan's going to kind of come and take this word from you. Before we get to the front door, uh, Satan will come in uh, 
and try to refute the word. Uh, that's not what God said. That's not what it means. Uh, uh, the pastor just up there talking. Uh, He's going to try to steal the word. He's going to try to take what God has uh, meant, amen, for growth and fruitfulness. Uh, He's going to do that tonight. Because he is the enemy of the seed, uh, of kingdom seed tonight. So if he can steal a seed uh, that is meant to produce and be fruitful in your life, he's going to do it. Remember Eve. God didn't really say that. God did really say that, though, didn't he? But he stole the word, uh, he stole the seed, uh, and we've seen what happened. Two, spiritually, there's stony soil. Seed needs soft ground. Seed grows downward before it grows upward. As it grows downward, it, get, it, is, root, it is getting roots. Uh, root gathers in nourishment so that when the seed does grow upward, uh, uh, even though it's hot outside, the root has the nourishment and the water supply to keep the uh, plant healthy. Uh, so when you see a blade, of, uh, a blade coming out of the ground, know that that seed grew downward grew some roots, uh, amen, before it ever started growing upward. So the, the enemy of the seed tonight, kingdom seed, uh, again, is in the soil. Uh, uh, amen, hard soil is an enemy of kingdom seed tonight because it, it stops the seed uh, from growing down and getting roots and, and, uh, and getting some life that, or getting some nourishment that can protect the life. Jesus said, so in persecutions, Tribulations arise, uh, uh, you're rooted in and you're okay. So when that seed, uh, amen, is in soft ground, there's roots. Listen, persecution, tribulations come, and it can rock you, but you're okay because you have some roots. The third uh, enemy of the seed tonight is thorns. Jesus exposed what that was. Thorns are weeds again with plants with briars on them. These briars grab a hold of anything close to them and suffocate the life out of it. Jesus said the thorns are the cares of this world, uh, deceitfulness of riches, uh, and desires of other things. Uh, amen. The, the world's always trying to get in your heart. Things, uh, uh, resources, money, uh, the love of all that, it's always trying to crowd your heart. Uh, why is that? Because I believe it's a demonic assault. Uh, uh, to keep the word of God from any kind of life here. And we've got to be careful how much we allow in our heart from this world. Now, I know we all have to work. We all have to live here. We all have to have some passion for some things in the world. Uh, uh, but we have to watch out what, what has dominance there, though. If you allow too much in that heart to the cares of this world, deceitfulness of riches, uh, you allow too much to get in there, Listen, the seed is not going to be able to, the kingdom seed uh, is not going to have any light because they have briars on them uh, that will grab the kingdom seed and hold it down. We have to be careful tonight. Knowing all of this, we like the farmer and the natural must do everything we know to keep the soil good. Amen. Though Jesus is saying keep the soil good because so much depends on it. I wrote down some things that will help keep our soil of our heart good tonight. That kingdom seed can grow and reproduce. I want to mention three of them to you tonight. One uh, is submit to God. Real simple. Submit to God. This word submit means to accept or yield to the authority of God. 
In other words, whatever is written in this word tonight is concrete. There's no debate, no arguing, no complaining. It is yes, God. And when that's settled in our spirit tonight, uh, when you have that in the soil of our heart, that God, whatever your word says, uh, it's right. Listen, we, when we are submitted to God, the soil of our heart uh, has that in it tonight. Uh, whatever I read in the word, whatever it says, uh, uh, I am submitted to that. Uh, there's no argument there. James 4, 7, therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So once we submit to God, we can resist the devil. This word resist means to stand, withstand the action, fight against. You know, when you know that you're submitted to God, you have incredible strength to stand against hell. Listen, in my personal fights with hell, uh, when I know I'm surrendered and submitted to God, uh, it, may, it gives me all kinds of strength when uh, I have to resist. When I have to resist hell and the demonic tonight, when I know on this side uh, that I'm submitted to God, that his word is living in me, that there's life there. Listen, I have strength, uh, but when that's in jeopardy, when I know, man, I've, I've not, the soil of my heart is not right, bitterness, unforgiveness, uncleanness, whatever uh, is uh, allowed in there. Listen, man, I have a hard time fighting. I have a hard time resisting, uh, and you will too. Because, listen, the soil of our heart matters tonight. Uh, so, listen, we have to keep it submissive to God. The soil of my heart says, yes, God, whatever you say. And if that's there first, uh, the soil is going to get be in good shape. Two, we have to be a praying people. You know what prayer does? Prayer is simply saying, God, I need you. So when we don't pray, say, God, I really don't need you. Now, we ain't going to say that. But that's what it says. So when I pray, when you pray, we're saying, God, I need you. I can't make it a day without you. What gets me uh, here in the, every morning uh, at morning prayer is I need God. I need his strength. I need his wisdom. I need his direction. Uh, every day I'm on my knees in a prayer room to God, I need you. And that's what prayer is saying. Uh, God, I need you. It's in prayer where a relationship is built with God. Jesus in Matthew 7 asks, what you ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened to you. How many likes that? That's found in prayer. He says, for everyone who asks, receives, who seeks, finds. Uh, him who knocks, it shall be opened. That's all in prayer. I mean, God makes prayer so enticing. Why, why wouldn't you pray? Ask and you receive. Seek, you'll find. No, he's going to be just get in prayer. What he's saying, get in prayer, uh, because that's where all the answers are found. Uh, so prayer, though, is simply saying, uh, uh, God, I need you. It's not just simply getting from God, but it's a statement, God, I need you. So if we can submit to God, then realize how much we need him tonight. Uh, the soil of our heart is getting pretty good right now. There are many examples throughout the Bible where prayer moved mountains, brought forth miracles, uh, and did all kinds of supernatural things. So the question is, why wouldn't we pray? The third thing we, I see is faithfulness. You know, the word faithful simply means loyal, constant, steadfast, devoted, true-hearted, and unwavering. You know, faithfulness settles so many other issues, doesn't it? You know, marriage, faithfulness says, I love you 
more than anything else can. Just simply being faithful to her says uh, more than anything. Simply just coming home every night uh, and loving your spouse, being there, being faithful. Uh, it says uh, everything about you and that marriage. Faithfulness. I guarantee if your wife didn't come home or your husband didn't come home, the alarm bells are going off, right? When there's any breach of faithfulness in a marriage, uh, listen, uh, the alarm better go off. <laughs> because faithfulness holds everything together. It's the glue. Uh, uh, amen. Again, it settles all the other issues. You don't have to ask, do you love me? There's faithfulness there that says it. You still say, I love you, but you know what I'm saying tonight. In church, faithfulness is the avenue where strong ministries are built. You can't build a strong ministry without faithfulness tonight. The reason you have faith, the reason you have ministry is because of faithfulness. So this is something that has to be in the soil of our heart, uh, that God, I'm going to be absolutely faithful no matter what. I'm going to be steadfast. I'm going to be constant. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be able to be counted on because uh, uh, when we have that, listen, the heart's in good shape. You know, even in the natural, faithfulness on the job opens the doors, doesn't it? To promotion, advancement. They're not giving it to some guy that shows up three days a week. They're going to give it to some guy that's working his butt off every day. That's there, that's faithful, that has the right attitude. Uh, so we're talking about the soil of the heart tonight. And when our soil of our heart is right, listen, uh, uh, the kingdom seed can grow and produce. Look, lastly here tonight, let's talk about fruitfulness. You know, seed is about multiplication tonight. If you plant a seed, you're wanting something out of that, right? You don't just plant and say, well, yeah, I hope it don't do nothing. No, you're planted, you planted that seed because you want, some, uh, uh, you want some jalapenos or something. You want some avocados. Uh, you planted that seed in hope. It's been said, you can count the seed in an apple, but you can't count the apples in a seed. So I looked into that. How many's heard that? So I looked into that. The average apple contains eight seeds. An average apple tree produces 1,000 apples. So one apple can produce eight apple trees, which produces 8,000 apples. One apple tree can produce 64,000 apples, trees, which produces 512,000 apples and so on. I stop right there. <laughs> It's a multiplication factor. And that's what God says about you and I. Listen, that seed, that kingdom seed that he puts in us uh, is without limits. Look what he says in our text in verse 8. Uh, the seed that fell on good ground yielded uh, a crop some 30, 60, and 100. Listen, the apple yields eight seeds. Uh, 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 we, God's seeds, have the potential to yield 30, 60, 100. Amen, I did some more math on this. God tells Abraham in Genesis 15, look up towards heaven and count the stars if you are able to number them. And he said to him, so shall your descendants be. We know Isaac has one son, I, or, uh, Abraham has a son by the name of Isaac, uh, whom this promise is spoken to. Today there are 14 million Jews on the earth, pretty much. So Abraham to now has been 52 generations, 
if that's true, the numbers would be today uh, 728 million Jews uh, have lived on this earth since God spoke that word to Adam. One boy, one, one son, uh, is now 728 million people. That's what God's talking about here. The potential of every life in here, uh, if our heart is right, the soil around our heart is right, uh, the potential is unlimited. What God can do in your life, given time, uh, uh, amen, through your ministry, through your uh, life, amen, who knows where, uh, what, where this is going to end. Listen, if you can keep your, life, your heart clean, full of good soil, listen, God can do amazing things through your life. John 15, 8, Jesus said, By this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit, so you be my disciple. The only way to bear fruit is to have a good heart. Listen, the only way to bear fruit is to have a good soil, a good soil in your heart. And you have to work at it. You have to be that farmer, man. You have to get that tiller out and, and sweat and labor and break up that old fallow ground. And get out all the, the all the pollution, the junk. Uh, amen. Whatever you have to do, keep that heart healthy. Because listen, fruitfulness depends on it. Think how much this church depends on your heart being right. Think about how much your family, your coworkers, uh, depend on you just having good soil in your heart. Because listen, if not, that seed is just going to fall, dry, die out, dry, and you'll be fruitless. And that's not going to help anybody. Let's bow our heads tonight. First, I talked about the soil.